Aloha, welcome to the Big Dream School Podcast, where we explore the art, science, and soul of rocking your dreams. I'm your very grateful host, DJ Valerie B. Love. Inhale. Doesn't that just feel awesome? All right, let's rock this. All right, dream jockeys, do you ever find yourself settling for less in your life? Do you ever find yourself taking less than you think you're worth? Do you ever find yourself not rising up to what your vision is of excellence? And my next guest really walks the walk about rising up to that vision and not settling for things in her life. She's had quite a journey in the public health field. She was a professional for 20 years in the public health industry, always wanting to give back and caring about people's wellness and well-being. She is also a hypnotherapist. She is a sacred business coach. She's been an entrepreneur with a tea business and her dream and mission really is to help you move further along on your dream and mission. And with all of this extensive training and background, my next guest loves to fuse the strategy with the soul of business and entrepreneurship. And what's really cool is, you know, this episode, we do talk a little bit more about business as medicine is what my next guest likes to say, and I think it's super powerful. Um, But it really is any creative endeavor that you do, whether it's, you know, raising a child, whether it's an art project, whether it's a business, whether it's a philanthropic project, it is an opportunity for you to give and serve, but it's also pretty healing. And it really brings up a lot of our stuff, as it were, that we get to sort through as we tread the waters of of creating something on this planet of meaning and of value. And so my next guest is Kristen Caetano, and we get to dive deep into her journey, how she turned her life on a pivot point, and she put a stake in the ground, and she was like, okay, this is it. This is when I am doing this thing. And guess what? She did it. And so we talk a lot about commitment. We talk a lot about not settling for things. And we talk a lot about the decisions and the mindset that are needed in order to move forward on the planet. So without further ado, this is my dear, dear friend, Kristen Caetano. Hi, let's have fun. Yay. (laughs) All right, Love Tribe, what's up? Let's everybody take a big inhale together. All right. Aloha, Kristen. I have Kristen Caetano here. I'm so excited. This is going to be such a great interview. I have a feeling that all of you dream jockeys are going to get activated on a different level with your intuition and with having a little bit more direction and meaning around, you know, why are you here on this planet? And as an entrepreneur or a mom or a a philanthropist, like, getting clearer and clearer and clearer using sacred business skills and sacred skills that Kristen's going to talk about in this interview. So hi, Kristen. Thanks for being here from San Diego. Hi, Val. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so, so much for this opportunity to just jam out and connect with all your people. Totally. So Kristen and I are old friends. It was so funny. I was like, how long have we known each other? And it's been over 20 years. What? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I know. Back I'm, in the day, girl. Back, back in, in the day. Back in the old school. <laughs> um, so it's really neat. So Kristen and I have definitely had some interesting paths, uh, you know, journeys along our, our life path. And Kristen has taken a few turns uh, with her healing career and with the business career. And now she seems to have fused the best of all the worlds. And She's a sacred business coach, and so she helps people who are healers, who are entrepreneurs, get dialed in to rocking their dreams with her super special sauce of soul and strategy. 
So, yeah. So, Kristen, what's going on for you right now? What's hot in this beautiful world and what's lighting you up that we get to talk about today? Mm. Yeah. Well, as I really kind of sat with, you know, what we could, what was hot for me and what was really um, resonant for me right now for this, um, for this time that we have is I've been thinking a lot about um, what it takes to not settle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, you know, this gets thrown around a lot, like don't settle for this dude or woman or we don't settle for X, Y, Z. And, but it's not that simple to actually break down what it means to not settle. And, but at the same time, we all want it and we need it. And I always, you know, people, all of us feel a purpose where you're about dreams, you're a dream jockey, right? And so many of us have, you know, I'm sure you've experienced this yourself as well. It's like, if you're settling or compromising or out of alignment with your true path or your true purpose, you always have a nagging feeling, don't you? Yeah. The way I say it is like, your soul keeps knocking and the knocking gets louder. Ooh, I love it, dude. (laughs) The house is a rock and don't bother knocking, but it's the other way. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's just so important. So important. It's crucial for our our health, our vitality, our wellness, and for our contribution to the world. And so let's hear, let's share with our listeners, you know, what's your path? Like, how did you get where you are today, realizing like, whoa, this is my magic sauce, being a sacred business coach and why it's, you know, it's one thing to go be a spiritual teacher and a spiritual coach. And it's another thing to be a business coach and a strategist you know, you've magically fused the two together. So how did that happen? And how did you know that this was like the next step for you to take? And was it scary? (laughs) Oh boy, it's always scary, girl. Um, Yeah, so the way I got here is by going through. Mm. Um, And so... You asked, how did I know like this was the path? I will, there was a turning point moment, which I'll share with you. Um, but I would have never, there was no like conk me over the head, the stars are flying and suddenly I have a gigantic epiphany from God's spirit, Jesus, nature, whoever is out there. It was more of an evolution, right? Um, so a little bit about my story. I have been involved in health and healing my entire adult life. I'm one of those multi-passionate people. So I have many different, um, healing arts modalities that I have studied. I won't rattle them all off because that's not important right now. Um, and then on my quote conventional life, I had a 20 year career in public health. Um, and so, uh, Along the way, I, you know, I first um, got my coaching certification in 2007 before it totally exploded. At that time, I wasn't confident enough to really, really go for it, but I was coaching on and off um, for years. I'm also a certified hypnotherapist, and I got to this point where I was driving to this horrendous job every day in this miserable commute, and I was in my early 40s, and I would go to this job and I was literally just like doing data entry, glorified data entry. And all day long, I was clicking checkboxes in a computer program. Click, click, click. <laughs> and sorry, I, I literally, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I mean, no, like something happened where I was like driving to work. I was like, crying in my car. I was like angry. And I was like, this is not even me. I don't recognize myself. Something's got to change. So I set up a brick and mortars healing practice, hypnotherapy, coaching, and energy work on the side of my job. That was working for a while. I had clients. I also had the nine to five job. So I was managing, I now have two jobs. And after a while, I realized I had a big problem. And the problem was, is that I wasn't making enough money in my healing practice to escape my treacherous nine to five job, which I desperately wanted. And that career was like done. So that wasn't even an option. Anyway, I went, many things happen, but I reached a point where I realized I need help. And this is the turning point that I alluded to earlier is I did a bunch of freaking self-help programs and courses and all this DIY stuff forever. And 
even though I had tons of knowledge about entrepreneurship and business, even though I had run the business of healthcare for years, I had so much knowledge, but I was still stuck. The turning point came when I finally decided to hire my first business coach and it radically changed my life. Within a very short time, he helped me get um, a huge breakthrough. And what that was is, well, part of it was about redesigning my programs and services the right way. But the other big piece was um, something was off energetically for me doing the healing work. And what was missing is I realized I love the strategy. I actually can go big picture and small details at the same time and put it all together for people. And that's when I really pivoted into business coaching. Now, I never would have gotten there. And I had a couple of businesses before, you know, the hypnotherapy thing. I had a tea business and so on. So I really, the tea business was a starting point for the next thing. And then the hypnotherapy coaching, it was working. I had some clients, but I was like, oh, but this isn't working exactly. And then there was the next piece. And so that's how it evolved. And I think what's really unique about the way that I work is I love giving people the straight up um, aligned business strategy plans, you know, everything that they need to really create a thriving business. And I also have this giant toolbox to help with subconscious repatterning, dealing with the mindset, the fears, the blocks, because we know this is, it's an inside job. If you want to create your dreams, it is an inside job. And so that makes it really powerful that I'm able to really integrate that. I call myself a, an alchemist, a business alchemist as well. Yeah, so, you are. Woohoo. I love so that. So that's, that's how I got here. And then, you know, you asked, I just want to address what you um, asked Val about, was it scary? Yeah. Fucking terrifying. Whew. And I just want to, I just want to say to all of you that are listening that, um, I feel you and I hear you. If you feel that visceral terror, that like fight or flight, like hardwired DNA, I must survive and eat berries and escape the wolves kind of a thing. We are human beings. We're hardwired for that. And um, one of my regrets is that that fear kept me small for way too long. I stayed in that career and that job for way too long because I didn't have any other, it was just me. I knew that the business, I knew that I had to support myself and I stayed for literally like years longer and it did damage. So I just want to just have compassion and empathy for all of you and also um, to encourage you to find the tools to make changes and make decisions to help you not settle, at least for make the settling a shorter period of time, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, Kristen, I love how you've really tuned into the fear and the struggle that people go through, especially because we are hardwired for this survival and we want to make sure, like, why would I put myself in a position where I may not survive? Or at least I'm perceiving that I may not survive, mm -hmm. right? And that's the story our mind weaves around a situation. So clearly there's everybody listening, you know, you may be along this path and you may be working a nine to five and have a cushy thing. And you're like, wow, I really am not happy. I want to transition. Or you may be somebody who's just coming up and out of school and trying to figure out like, whoa, which way do I go with myself? Or maybe you're going through a divorce or a breakup and you have to go reinvent yourself, you know? And so there's all these different entry points where people are, are, are at right now in this very moment, as you're listening to this episode. And so you know, what are the things that people can do, Kristen, every day to go a little bit further out on the ledge for themselves, a little bit closer to their purpose and their dream, you know, mm. and, and still honoring the fact that they do tr have to survive one way or the other. So how, how can they maybe not stay in a position as long as you did where you were like, oh, I wish I could have you know, I wish I would have known what I know now, you know, to, to move mm -hmm. a little further. So what could you share with everybody about where they are right now? Yeah, well, and I know that we, um, we have a little experiment to share with you afterwards, and it's related to this. But in this moment, um, I want to share with you just kind of like my three hot tips to actually create anything you want, anything you want in your life, your business, basically your big dream. Yeah. Um, 
So step number one is decide. Just decide. And you know this works because just think about some time in your life when you were like, I think I'm going to move or I think I need to break up with this person or get a new job or whatever it is. You know that this works because in the past, when you've finally made a decision, you then mobilized, you took action and you got a new apartment or whatever it is that you did. So I always tell my clients, limbo land is so painful. And I know this from personal experience. It totally is a dream killer. And so, you know, so many of us are afraid to make a decision because like, what if it turns out to be the wrong decision and then it sucks? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's like where I get analysis paralysis. Yes. It's like, you want like a sure thing. Like, and and I've totally been there. I mean, that's what happened when I, and this goes back to my story is that I'm proud to say that, you know, I struggled, I learned everything I could, I've made the pivot, I got my hands on all the business training possible, and I made a vow to myself that I would quit that evil job by my 45th birthday. And I did indeed walk away and make that happen. But the thing about the deciding and the analysis paralysis is, well, I was doing that for like years before I put a line in the sand and like, by this date, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I had to go through a lot of pain first. But um I think we have to let go of like, I want to make sure this thing is going to work out because there's no possible way for us to know. Yeah. So just decide, like make sure you have like food and shelter <laughs> beyond that, yeah. like personal safety, right? Like the basic needs are taken care of, but then just decide because guess what? You're allowed to change your mind if the decision turns out that maybe it needs to be changed later, right? Okay, so that's number one. Number two, it's all about your mindset. It's your freaking mindset. Our minds and our subconscious minds are so incredibly, incredibly powerful. So instead of, let's say you're thinking about taking a leap from your job, like I did, for example, instead of looping and spiraling in your mind about all the things that could go wrong and all the ways like it can't work out. I invite you to just pause, flip it, and begin to think of, well, how could this happen? Yeah. So it's almost like imagining yourself having attained it and working backwards in your mind. And it's it's like thinking outside the box. I mean, we all get stuck in like, oh, it has to be X, Y, Z. And really, there's also A, B, C, and there's one, two, three. There's actually more than one or two ways to get there. So that's number two is instead of all the thinking of all the ways you can't do it, think of how could I do this? Right. Um, And then number three is something I had to learn the hard way as well. (laughs) And that is get help. Um, It took me a long time to invest in real one-on-one mentorship. And once I did it, I was like, Oh my God, I can never be without a coach or a mentor again. Because (laughs) (laughs) it just makes you go faster. The the tricky thing is, it's like, oh my God, it's scary to invest money in a coach or a mentor, but like you're going to get the ROI on that, but you don't know for sure if the result's going to be perfect or a sure thing. You just, you have to just decide and go with it and trust and be in it. But getting mentorship and getting help from peers, it will make your dream happen much faster. I promise you. The way I know this is because I call it the lone wolf syndrome, especially in business and entrepreneurship. It doesn't work. I've tried it for years. It's been like, so. It's so hard. Oh my gosh. We can't do this alone. Please, please, please ask for help and and be able to receive help. And um, if you struggle with that, then find ways to cultivate that as well. And how do you suggest for folks who are like, yeah, that sounds great. I would love a business coach. And I got two kids to feed. Mm -hmm. I only make 10 bucks an hour Mm -hmm. or whatever their situation is that could be limiting their budget, you know, to get a a mentor that is like a paid coach. Do you have? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it would be like each person has an individual situation and, you know, when people go to hire a coach, it's like the two biggest fears are time and money. Right. Totally. (laughs) And here's the thing, you know, First and foremost, before you even think about like, oh my God, the money, the money and like the scarcity, 
first of all, you have to be clear in your commitment. Did you decide? Did you draw that line in the sand? Mm. Are you fully committed? Even though you don't know exactly how you're going to get there. That's number one before you even talk about like, oh my God, I don't have money. Um, because if you're really committed, you're going to find one way or another. If you, if you find a person who can help you, who you believe can help you get the result and that you desire, um, it's worth it. So that being said, number two was how can, how can it happen? Right. How can we think outside the box? So sometimes I help my clients. I mean, I've heard so many stories like prospective clients and like I've heard about people, they wanted to hire a coach. So they started a Kickstarter found like Kickstarter campaign, right? No way. They borrowed money from grandma and then they hired the business coach and then they made more money and then they paid grandma back. Wow. Um, They, you know, like had some family, other family member or person supporting them. They, um, worked out a partial trade. They, um, if, you know, found at least, even if they, even if someone can't like hire someone, at least create maybe, um, a more informal, like supportive coaching relationship with somebody. The other thing about the money part is, uh, it's interesting. We're going here because it is like money is such a spiritual energetic thing as well, but, um, totally. so people have money for what they value. So like, there's a lot of like, and I, you and I have both come from like healing background and, and it's like, there's a lot of healers and, and holistic spiritual people, which is who I help that are like, Oh, like I don't have money, but they're buying friggin' Starbucks or like latte, you know, chai latte, blah, 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 wherever they're spending money on festivals and like Burning Man outfits that look cute. Like, and I'm not judging. I mean, I love all that stuff too. Give me some chai, Burning Man. Yes. Like everything. But the thing is, is like, they value that person values the going to those festivals. And so they're going to spend their money on that. If you can, if people can really commit and then understand and like value themselves enough to make that investment, yeah, like hedge your bets on yourself, you know? So that's a huge, I hope that helps. It totally helps. I mean, it helps me too. How do you vet a, a business coach that you're about to, you know, invest in yourself with and, you know, cause I understand a lot of coaches do packages versus like, Oh, we're going to do a couple tryout sessions, you know, mm-hmm. which I, I like that model too, personally. Cause it's like, you're making a commitment cause you're going to get in and we're going to do the thing. You're not going to, it's like going to the gym. You're not going to go like, I worked out twice and look at uh, why I'm, why don't I have a six pack? You know, like I get that that makes <laughs> right. sense. And so it sort right. of it really forces the commitment, which I think is really, really powerful. Um, so whether it's a physical trainer or a business trainer or whatever, how do you, how do you vet somebody and how, you know, cause as a coach, obviously you want to vet your clients to make sure you have great chemistry and like, how do you recommend that people vet their own coaches so that they understand, you know, like how do they listen to their gut to be like, you know, it's like, Oh, this coach looks great on paper, but I don't, I don't know. I'm just not feeling her. You know, mm-hmm. like how do you help people make great choices about their, their coaching? Yeah. And that's a big question because there's so many coaches to choose from, as you said. And, and the truth is some coaches are great, but maybe they're, they're not, they're not the same frequency or they're not an energetic fit for you. Yeah. And, um, everybody's got their seven step formula to be awesome or whatever, but, and formulas are helpful, but the cookie cutter thing doesn't work for everyone. And so, um, what I would say to this is what I, you know, the way that I, the first part of your question was how do I vet people? Um, I, uh, have an application process and I get on a free consultation with people. I, I'll spend up to an hour, uh, 30 minutes to 60 minutes with people. And I have like very specific questions and really, really get to know them. And the purpose of that call is really to serve them and just to see if it is a good fit. That is like the primary purpose. It's, you could call it a screening, but it's really about like, sh- I'm going to show up, love this person. And then, Hey, if it feels, if I believe and know that I can help them, then I will offer it. I will invite them into my program. I have told people I'm not the right fit for you. Let me refer you to someone else. I've told people like, you know what? Um, you don't have that much money and you have this deep, 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 like unworthiness thing. And like your people are haggling down your prices for your massages or whatever. I think you should spend all your money on like a really good therapist. Here's three recommendations. And when you're feeling, then I can help you with your business, but I can't help you if you have no self-worth about charging 
for your services. Anyway, I mean, I can, but so that's how I bet. And then if you're trying to decide on a coach, you know, the, the, the practical level is like, okay, ask all your friends and, you know, get recommendations and, and read someone's testimonials on their sites, mm-hmm. start to follow someone, get on their email list, really um, begin to get a sense for their vibe and like, what is their thing? What is their method? Um, but even more importantly than that, because that's left brain stuff and that's all good. But even more importantly is, um, than that is you really have to trust um, the, the, the rapport and the energetics of it. And you have to trust yourself to take that leap. If you feel like, okay, I talked to this person. I I think they can help me. I'm still scared, but I'm going to, I'm committed to myself and my mission, my purpose and my dream on the planet. Um, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try this. Yeah. Good. Uh, Kristen, I heard you mention, I think this is super important. The difference between a coach and a therapist or a counselor, like, you know, the way that I view this is like a therapist goes in and kind of helps you unpack some history and helps you. I mean, a coach will still look at your history and move you forward, but a therapist seems like it's more of a retroactive healing modality. Whereas a coach is more of a, like pave the found, you know, pave the path for the future. And the therapist seems more like, let's go in and clean up the basement a little bit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What's your take on that? And how do you know, like, you know, like you had mentioned, like, oh, it looks like you might have some of the self-worth stuff that you really could dive a little deeper in before we start, you know, building the house. You need the foundation and everything cleaned up. Um, how, do you, how do you know the difference if you're looking for that in your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And this is an important question because I think the lines do get blurred because at the end of the day, like for me, like building your business it's intimate. It's like your stuff. It is. It shows up like all the things and the, the yes. stories and the beliefs yes. and your patterns. And yes. So it, um, it's like, yeah, it's real spiritual work <laughs> and oh my gosh. mental health, everything. Oh yes. my God. I even like, I even did a round of blog post a couple of years ago that was called, um, it was about how business can be your medicine. Yeah. Wow. And it's like, and I know not all everyone here is, is an entrepreneur, um, but it doesn't matter whatever you're building or creating in your life. It's like, but in terms of my experience, business, building a, um, a soul-aligned business is so intimate and so personal, and it will bring up every single bit of your stuff. I almost think of like becoming an entrepreneur is almost synonymous with being, with like a, it's like a healing modality in itself. You know, it's like such a gigantic commitment and process. Yeah. Um, it's not a static thing. So I see it as an opportunity. Now, in terms of someone who's like shopping for a coach or, or whatnot, um, you know, it's a little tricky. For me, myself, I'm a little bit of a hybrid because I, I am a certified hypnotherapist and, and I have a lot of training that, that can help with some of, some of that inner stuff. However, um, what's a really, a really good coach will, um, will know their limits. So by that, I mean, um, if I sense that someone has a really uh, detrimental um, trauma that's unresolved and that is really adversely impacting their life, like I have some skills to help with that, but w- I'm like, if it's really a deep thing, I will refer them to something that's like a somatic-based licensed therapy thing, right? right? Um, Personally, I think we all should have a therapist and a coach, you know, and like a lot of people think of oh, coaching is accountability and like more like talk therapy. Um, for me, I find that it's so much more than that. It's so much deeper. But yeah, I guess the thing is a good coach will know his or her boundaries. And um, because at the end of the day, it's not about like, oh my God, I can solve everybody's everything for everyone all the time. It's about like, I'm here to love and serve. And if I get a client that needs some healing work that I can't provide, I'm going to refer them even though they've invested with me, you know, because it's going to be complimentary. Yeah. I hope that totally. answers your question. Yeah, it does for sure. Um, so let's talk about our experiment and how people can, you know, keep taking the next step towards their greatness, towards their excellence by not settling. Mm, I love this. So, um, yeah, so this is, you know, um, this experiment is just like you mentioned, it's really about 
um, not selling, not settling, and how can we cultivate that practice inside of ourselves? Because it is a practice, and of course, we know uh, there's all this research on neuroplasticity. We can rewire and create new habits, but we have to establish a practice and repeat it in order to really create those new neural pathways that are going to be more positive and supportive for us. So. Uh, the experiment that we would love for you to play with and have fun with is really simple. So every day, you know, we make a million decisions. I remember deciding was number one of my three-part formula, and that's the part we get stuck like, ooh, should I do it? Should I not do it? So I want to invite you all to, um, as you're making smaller, large decisions every day, whether it's, should I eat apples or bananas today? Or should I pivot into a new business niche? Or should I, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, just with each decision, just take a moment to pause and really close your eyes and move your attention from your head into your body. Mm. That's a big one. That's important because our mind, they're like, woo. And so just Breathe and move into your body and just ask yourself this simple question. Am I making this decision out of um, an obligation or am I settling or is it like I kind of don't want to do it, but I'll be fine? Or am I making this decision from a truly uh, empowered, um, heart-aligned, soul-aligned place? And am I able to tap into my own worth as a beautiful, vibrant human soul with a soul inside of these bodies on this planet? And so it can be, you know, a lot of us say yes to things that we don't totally want to do. Like, okay, the neighbor's kid's birthday party. I don't know. I'm just making this up. But, you know, we do things out of obligation or um, like, oh, I'll be okay if I just like, you know, I could just sleep in this little hole in the corner. I don't need a nice yummy bed or whatever, obviously. Hopefully we all have nice yummy beds. Um, so yeah, just ask the simple question. And I, I think it's really powerful to practice this with the simple decisions. You know, what am I cooking for dinner tonight? And just pause and begin to cultivate that. Um, that really, that pausing is just a pattern interrupt, we call that, where it's like you actually drop out of that looping in your brain, drop it in the body. It's really simple, but we don't do it enough, do we? I know. I teach a snap method, starting yeah. to achieve progress, like just get out of the spin cycle. So um, am, I, am I settling? Do I really fully, is this a full body? Yes. Or is this kind of like a, mm, okay, I can do it. Right. Just ask that question for every single decision point in your life, big or small. I love how you you know, mention like do it with the small stuff too, particularly because it, if you're training yourself mm -hmm. and you're, you're in that habit, in that flow of always, you know, asking, it's easier when the big stuff does show up because mm -hmm. you're totally you, you got yes. that muscle exercise. Yes. You know? This is the whole deal. This yeah. is like the, the power of habit, right? I don't know if you read that book, but it's pretty awesome. Power of habit. Check it out. Um, right. Charles Duhigg. Do do yeah. Something I think like I read like a. I did a little of a. I think I heard an interview with him on a podcast, but I didn't get to read the whole book or you know listen to the. Whole yeah, book. it's good because he's got a bunch of the science in there. So then it's, you can geek out on that if you're like that kind of thing. But like yes, you're so right. It's because the big daunting decisions are going to be freaking scary, no matter how much you meditate and like stare at your navel and like hug your friend or whatever. It's still scary. I was terrified when I quit my job. Yeah, I was, but I was also deeply miserable. And so it was like, I was going to die if I stayed there. And unfortunately, most of us wait till it gets to a really um, just horrible, dire place before we finally make the change. And I, what I'm encouraging people to do is to pay attention, pay attention to all those warning signs and, and actually, be, you know, take stock and some decisions need time before it's ripe to make it, but pay attention to all the signs along the way. And yeah, because the big ones are going to be scary no matter what. But if we do, we cultivate the small decisions, 100% is going to get a little bit easier. Totally. Yeah. And just feeling for me, like, uh, you know, we were talking earlier before we started the interview, um, you know, just the simple thing of just making my bed 
or I was talking about like, oh, my old habits would be like, oh, I'm going to put my t-shirt here and pick it up later. Like, I don't do any of that anymore. Like all my life. And and sure, I have stuff that's not perfect. But for the most part, like I've created a habit of taking care of my things and my space in a nicer way. Um, and my mm-hmm. I feel really good when I say yes to not settling for that messiness in my life anymore. And, and then I notice like, oh yeah, I, I, that feels better if I apply it across the board, not just in my stuff on the floor or, you know, anything. Cause it's like, I do deserve to have a beautiful mm-hmm. life and a beautiful, beautiful relationships and beautiful resources. And, you know, all of the things it's like, I feel joy when, when I do that. And when I look at the, what I've created and what I've yeah, what I, ha- what I have yeah. said yes to, not settled for, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's it is a work in progress. It's not all of a sudden like I got this and everything's great because I'm not settling. It's like sometimes I'm fucking tired and I don't want to pick up steps, so I'm messy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like yeah, I think what you're speaking to is like it's like the small steps add up. Yeah. It's like that phrase of like it's a marathon, not a sprint. Like the small steps really do add up, and it's like that perseverance. Um, the people who persevere are the ones who succeed. And there's something else you said, Val, that I, I just want to touch on. It's, it's like you were saying, like, I deserve to have this beautiful space and all these things. And yes, you do, because you're an amazing goddess and you deserve that. But there's something else um, that I believe that you creating that spaciousness and that like um, energetic clearing, you know, of your physical surroundings or your things or the relationships, what that also does is that allows you to give your gifts more fully in the world because if you're like eh, everything's all I got like bowls of half-eaten food and everything's all junky and I'm all contract it's like it's kind of contracting you know yeah. and, and we need your gifts and we need all of your gifts more fully expressed in the world so to me those small habits can actually create that canvas from which you can launch even more of you in the world totally I so agree with that and I feel like it creates this this communication pathway with the universe, with spirit, with God, Bob, yes. whatever you want to call it. And yes. to me, it's like I am saying yes to beauty and greatness and order and you know, and then the universe gives it right back to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's this two-way conversation, you know. So it's kind of like I think universe, I always joke around like it's like a pizza delivery service, you know, like <laughs> nobody freaks out when they like yeah. pick up the phone and call Domino's and go, yeah, can I get my, you know, pepperoni pizza with cheese and all this stuff. It's kind of like this energy of I'm putting it out there. There's going to be an exchange. I'm going to get the pizza. And I think if we create, like, I'm going to put excellence on the way that I choose to show up in the world, then it's mm. like the universe is like, Oh, you want excellence. Okay. I'm bringing you some excellence too, you know? Mm. And, and I feel there's that for my life. I know it, it it's a hundred percent works. And I can, yeah. you know, when I, when I say yes to that in my, my soul and my, you know, all the things of my life. So it, do you find that for yourself? Like that you have this kind of conversation with spirit with like, your energy exchange and, and your choices and and things? Yeah, it's interesting. And I don't know if I, let me just feel into that for a second. I, yeah, I think that I do, but maybe I do it in a different way or it feels like it's a different way. I kind of have this, like, it's almost, it's not like I'm going to write, write a letter to God right now. And like, that's part of my morning practice. It's not that literal or that tangible. It's kind of Mm -hmm. like um, honoring and paying attention. It's almost like the conversation's happening and it feels like it's at the back of my mind, but it's, I know that I'm speaking with my higher self and I know that I'm tapping into the field. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I feel like I do it. And for me, um, what, you know, the ways that I do it are kind of that, just that it's more sensory, but also spending time in nature. Yeah. And again, creating more spaciousness because when I'm grinding away on like task after task, there's no room for that communication to the universe, God, whatever to actually happen. And 
the other, the last thing I'll say is that I'm kind of always just like tuning in with that higher calling. Like my whole life I've felt, and many of us have felt that like, I, it's like that purpose thing, right? Like everybody's talking about it for a reason because yeah. we all feel, feel it's like that soul's, the soul's knocking. It's like, so I always try to, in my daily practice, I do sort of tune in with like that resonance and like what makes me feel excited? Where's the lightness? What feels heavy? And that's, you know, how's that not serving me? And that feels like communication with spirit to me yeah. and to the universe as well. Because the universe is very, can be very, you just have to be super clear, as you know, <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so... It's so important. And I love you talk about going out in nature and making that space for yourself. It's so like, that's part of like our like soulful Sundays to me. It's Mm -hmm. like, go touch the earth. I I think if we should touch the earth every day and do grounding Mm -hmm. and whatnot, I think it's one of those, like even more so on Sundays for, I don't know, for me. Um, So, okay. So Kristen, let's chat really quick about, uh, okay. So our song of the week I did anything come up that like we we talked about a little earlier. Did anything come up that other than the song we talked about? No, no. Let's go with the song you talked about. Okay, <laughs> cool. The, so the yeah, the song that came up for me when I was thinking about this whole beauty of not settling and it's like our greatness and our excellence is a song by Sia, and it's called "The Greatest." And oh my God, I love the song so much, and it's just we are the greatest, you know, and when we say yes to our greatness, it's like, it will, it will show up back at us, you know? And so that's what I love about this experiment that we're going to get to do this week um, for our rock our dreams experiment. So Kristen, what else is on the horizon for you? I know you've got some, some yumminess happening around. the Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for asking. I've got some serious yumminess coming up. I've been just totally all in on, uh, I am, I'm offering a live event. It's a two and a half day full on immersion. It's called Sacred Business Accelerator. Mm. It's happening in San Diego on March 8th, 9th, and 10th. And this is a entrepreneurial training like no other. Because yes, we're going to learn some awesome straight up business strategy to help you design programs that people will happily, readily want to buy from you how to master your messaging so you know how to talk about what the heck you do so that people actually understand what the heck you do and like, oh, I should hire her, <laughs> which is, that's a challenge for all of us. I, go, I, know, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then number three, like, okay, great. Now we can talk about it and we know what we're offering, but now we need to find clients. So those are kind of the three big takeaways of the event, but it's going to be intimate. Um, it's going to be a blend of experiential, interactive uh, processes and the strategies. So it will not be a ho-hum, boring business conference. It's going to be really juicy and um, really supportive on many different levels. So that's coming up March 8th, 8th, 9th, and 10th in San Diego. All I am asking for this is a refundable seat deposit. So it's basically, I have a limited number of free seats for this event. I just ask for that um, seat deposit and then you get it back when you come because I want to gather people in this beautiful community to really learn and support each other and um, really integrate and walk away with some clear steps. So that's number one. And then um, in April, I am starting my eight month sacred business mastermind program Mm. because here's the thing is, um, you know, it takes time to build a conscious business that actually creates consistent income you can count on. And now my work is really specifically for coaches, healers, consultants, spiritual entrepreneurs. Um, those are the, that's been my path. So that's who I can help. And this, this eight month program is going to give you the step by step systems and strategies. And I'm also weaving in all those inner work tools to help you with the doubt and the fear and all those gremlins. And so, um, so yeah, I'm excited about that as well. Those are both coming up and, uh, it's really just like my, um, this feels like my soul and heart's work and it's a culmination of many years of, um, me learning stuff the hard way. And now I want to help you all do it faster than I did by not settling. Yeah, dude. I love it. 
Oh my gosh, this is going to be such a cool event. I know you and I had talked about me trying to get out there to to join you. That's still in the the percolator. So I, we'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I'm like my little guy Apollo has a talent show, which I can't miss because he's, oh, he's, he's so doing, cute. Him and his little buddies are doing "We Will Rock You" by Queen. So. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. He's, awesome. I like, he's hilarious. God bless him. But um, but we'll see. I'm still there's a couple other moving parts and pieces. But okay, so where can everybody find you, Kristen? Online and, and in the yeah. social world of Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. So um so I'll give you the link for that live event that's coming next week and just um put that link um in, in the profile, but you can find it. My main website, it'll be there. It's at um elixify your life dot com. All right. So think of this like the elixir of life. So elixifyyourlife.com. Uh, I am on Facebook. If you Google elixify your life, I mean, Facebook search elixify your life, you will find it. I also have a free Facebook group. Um, it's connected that um, where coaches, healers building their business, you can go in there, ask me any questions. I also do card readings and other spiritual stuff in there as well to support your entrepreneurial process. And then last time, I would love to connect with you all on Instagram. Um, I'm at Kristen J. Caetano, and I know about that you'll provide the link for that as well. I will. Can you spell your name up? So for people who yeah. are going to go to the, um, yeah, yeah. the website. Um, all right. It's special. <laughs> okay. So, so Kristen is K. R I S T Y N. And then if you're, for the Instagram, I have J is my middle initial. And then my last name is Caetano. That's C like cat, A, E like elephant, T like Tom, A, N like Nancy, O. All right. How'd I do? Hopefully slow enough. It's good. I know. I got it. I always love that you have a Y in your name because it's just like, it's mm. my special, Kristen. You know? Me too. There's a, few, there's a few of us out there, but not very many. Not very many of us. Right on. Oh, how cool. So do we have, do you have anything else you want to share with all the dream jockeys out here in the world mm-hmm. before we, we wrap up? One, just one nugget of Kristen wisdom mm. that you know, mm. we want to end on. Yeah, I would say... Um, the nugget that's coming to me in this moment is, is just about like, go out and magnify love. Mm. Like what are all the ways I'm getting a chill right now. What are all the ways that you can go out and magnify love in the world? It could be simple. It could be so many things. It doesn't even have to be structured, but even finding ways to get out of your own way and finding more ways to help other people through whatever channels are, are your right divine path, that is magnifying love. Like take that risk to go out and, and see what comes back. Wow. I love feeling that. Just I imagine us doing that in this world, getting healed because of what you just said. Mm, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I feel that too. Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks, Kristen. Oh, I thank you so much. I feel like so honored and mm. blessed to share this space with you and, you know, just bringing forth the love and the wisdom, like you said, and that's what we're here to do. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and we all have these special voices and these special messages and these special threads of our journey where we can, you know, help other people along their journeys too, you know, and, and feeling that it's okay to step into our bigness. And it's, yeah. it's what, it's what we were designed to do, mm-hmm. you know, and say, I love that. I love your journey. And I love that you had a, a stake in the sand when you were 45. You're like, I'm, this is <laughs> it. This is a jam. You know, <laughs> I remember visiting when, man, when that was hard. On. It was like a whole, like, whoa, she's doing it, you know? And it was, it's just so cool. And I love seeing the progress and I love seeing how you want to support so many people on their journey too. So I, I'm just excited to keep on this journey together. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so amazingly grateful for this opportunity, Val. And I just love and adore you and you're just such a powerful, um, positive force. And I'm so excited to let's do this thing together. Let's just keep all supporting each other and let's rise together. Yes. Let's rise up, mama. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. 
All right, everybody. How about Kristen, do you want to lead us out on a little inhale, exhale, something just to kind of ground us in? Yeah, yeah, of course. So go ahead and, and close your eyes. Just put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly. Feel your feet on the floor just as you breathe in. Just feel present in this moment. As you exhale, you can say in your in your mind, calm. Let's do that one more time. So inhale. Exhale, calm. Beautiful. Yay. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kristen. Mm, thank you love all right (laughs) bye everyone thanks so much for joining us here yay all right aloha everybody i'm going to leave everything in the show notes and where you can find Kristen and all of her magic offerings so that you can move your dreams even further along the path yay all right, Dream Jockeys, rock on over to DJ Valerie B. Love forward slash 017. Don't settle for your freebie download sheet for this week's experiment. And it's going to be amazing because you're going to find yourself catching yourself in the act of being excellent and not settling for less than excellent in your life. And this is going to serve you well. So when you practice on the easy things, then when the big things come your way, they're going to be a lot smoother. So you can get the show notes, all the links to everything that we mentioned in this episode at djvaleriebeloved.com forward slash zero one seven. Don't settle. Awesome. Thanks again for listening to this awesome Big Dream School podcast. If you received any benefit and you like it, it would mean the world to me if you could please take a moment to send us a review on iTunes and subscribe. It will help us get this message and these tools out there to all of the big dreamers like you. Thank you again and many, many blessings to you in your day. Oh,